Well, Justin Amash spent 10 years on Capitol Hill in the House of Representatives representing the, the, the Grand Rapids area. And uh, he did step away. He also uh, was, was thrust into the spotlight uh, after being the only Republican to support impeaching Donald Trump in his first impeachment. Um, and this is somebody who, who was one of the co-founders of the House Freedom Caucus back in 2015. Um, and he has uh, elected to throw his hat back into the political ring, running for U.S. Senate here in the state of Michigan. And Justin Amash, the former congressman, joins me this afternoon on JR Afternoon. Justin Amash, good to have you back. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. Why, uh, why get back into the into the political arena now? Because the time is right. We need someone to reign in government, and I'm the guy to do it. How do, and how do we do that? How do we do that in time when when these two parties seem like they couldn't be further apart? When these two parties seem to be taking opposite stances or opposite opinions or opposite actions on seemingly every issue. How do we get to that point? Well, I think that's where I come in. You know, a lot of the polarization we see is fabricated. It's um, theater by these two parties where you have people in Washington who, for the most part, agree with each other, Republicans and Democrats, voting to grow the size of government, increase spending, increase the debt, fund illegal wars, uh, spy on Americans without um, a warrant. And we at home are led to believe that they're constantly at war with each other. They're, they're battling each other. They don't like each other. And that does come through in like a lot of the, um, the theatrics you see um, on the daily news and on social media. But on the most important issues of the day, they're actually pretty aligned. And what you need is someone in there who's willing to stand up to all of them and say, no, we're not going to do that. No, I'm not going to let you uh, pass a bill that nobody read. That we're going, to, we're going to let the American people know about what's going on. And, um, and when I was in Congress, I used to explain all my votes so people at home could follow along and see the kind of phony nonsense that was going on in Washington, D.C. I wanted to expose it all, and I have an opportunity here to expose it again, and I think it's more urgent now than even before. Well, it sounds like you did your due diligence. You established that exploratory committee, and, and you decided to, to, to pull the trigger and go ahead and, and, and campaign for, for uh, Debbie Stabenow's seat. When it comes to what what you're hearing from people, not just in West Michigan, but people all across the state. What, what are the, the, what is the number one issue that you feel like will be uh, of most priority to, to voters here in the state? Well, I really think that feeling represented in Congress is a critical issue. And it's the one that people deep down most care about, even if they don't think about it at first, it's that they're electing people to Washington and those people actually end up having very little power because people at the top, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, they decide everything. They work with Joe Biden or whoever the president is at the time. They decide everything. And then they tell the other members of Congress, take it or leave it. And they're trying to do that right now with the spending legislation. They're doing it as we speak. It's all take it or leave it. 
And so what I say to people when we have conversations is there are issues you care about. You care a lot about the economy. You care a lot about civil liberties. You care a lot about war. You care a lot about a whole bunch of things. But the problem is your member of Congress never gets to actually have input on those things because they're told to take it or leave it, no amendments, no participation, nothing. And, and so for me, the number one issue is making sure that not just my voice is heard in the Senate, but that everyone's voice is heard. Because we elect senators from across the country, two senators for each state, and there are representatives in the House that you're electing from each district. And most of these people don't get to actually represent their constituents. So that's the number one issue. Beyond that, I think the economy is critically important. I'm worried about things like a central bank digital currency. I'm worried about inflation. You know, we can talk about how inflation has come down, but it's still a lot more expensive to go buy things today than it was a couple of years ago. So people are concerned about that. And that has a lot to do with the Federal Reserve and how that operates. And then I'm concerned about the Bill of Rights, protecting all our rights. The First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, the Fourth Amendment, our right to um, be secure mm -hmm. from unconstitutional searches and seizures. People are uh, trying to take our information now without a warrant. And this is, again, where I have a big issue with one of the other candidates um, in the race, Mike Rogers and, and Alyssa Slotkin, both of whom have supported unconstitutional warrantless surveillance. So there are a lot of reasons to get into this race. And I, I think when it comes to issues, my positions, my principles are more aligned with the primary voters and, and also the general election voters than any of the candidates currently in the race. You also talked about in your announcement on X, uh, your, your heritage. Uh, your father was a Palestinian refugee. Your mother was Syrian. Um, so I, I imagine you're keeping close tabs on what's happening in the Middle East. What are your thoughts there, and, and how would you advise an administration uh, to to handle what's going on in Israel and Gaza? Yeah, it's a terrible situation over there. It's a terrible situation. And um, we, of course, mourn for those who were brutally killed on October 7th in a terrorist attack. We also have to mourn the millions of people in Gaza who are facing assault, most of whom are just innocent women and children and, and others who have nothing to do with terrorism. And in fact, my family are Palestinian Christians, and I have relatives in Gaza who were mm -hmm. killed, who were killed. So I've lost family in this conflict, and I want peace between all the people over there. Israelis, Palestinians, uh, Jews, Christians, and Muslims. I want peace for all of them. And so what I think the United States needs to do is make sure that it uses the leverage we have with the Israeli government, with our other partners in the Middle East. There are a number of countries over there who receive weapons from us, who receive funding from us. And we need to use the leverage we have to ensure that we are not becoming complicit in an ongoing conflict, one way or another. Whether that's well, putting pressure on that. Israel or putting, or putting pressure on Arab countries in the region. Sure. We as the United States need to use our leverage.
Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that about your family. Um, it is a a a a, 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 a really unfortunate reality of what we're seeing there. And and you're you're right. Thousands of women and children uh, losing their lives as well. In the meantime, um, you know, when you left Congress, you left uh, after supporting uh, Donald Trump's impeachment. Uh, since then. Uh, after Peter Meyer won control of your seat, he was primaried and lost, and, uh, and and consequently the Democrats flipped that seat and is represented by by a Democrat now uh, in West Michigan, Hillary Shulton. Uh, how do how do you how do you expect your entrance into this race to be taken by Republicans like Donald Trump or or those that are are vehemently supporting him? How, how do you clear that hurdle? Do you think? Well, Donald Trump and I don't see eye to eye on everything, obviously. Um, I've had disagreements with him over a whole host of things, a lot of which doesn't even make into the news. Um, Like the ongoing wars um, that he signed, FISA 702, which was a surveillance law. He uh, threatened to veto against me when I tried to stop it. So I was trying to protect people's rights in a lot of these disagreements. At the same time, One thing that any person can know, whether it's Donald Trump or any other president, is that if they're doing the right thing, I will support them in that. And when they're doing the wrong thing, I'll challenge them, because that's my job as an elected official. My job is to represent people at home. It's not to just fall in line with one person or another. And what you can count on with me is that I'll be myself. I'll be the person that I told the people I was. When I go out and campaign and I tell you these are my principles, those are my principles, and I'll stick by them. A lot of these other people, you'll see other candidates in the race, who are just changing their tune from, like, sure. year to year based on what seems popular. Um, Mike Rogers is trying to pretend like he wasn't the surveillance king throughout his time in Congress. I mean, no man loved warrantless surveillance more than Mike Rogers. And now he's pretending like, oh, we got to rein in the FBI. You were the one promoting the FBI's unconstitutional surveillance. So you have a lot of phonies who run for office. And I'm going to stand against these phonies. And I, if there's one thing I know about Donald Trump, whatever our disagreements, I think he goes out and he speaks his mind. And he could count on me as a person who will speak my mind. It doesn't mean that I'm always going to agree with him. But sure. if he's right, and, 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 but if he's right I think I'll that speak that's, my mind in agreement. Sure, I think that's probably something that voters uh, would, would be uh, interested in hearing and, and probably like to hear. Justin Amash, uh, thanks for the time as always. Congratulations on the announcement. We'll talk again very soon. Yeah, thanks so much. Take care. Yep, you, you got it. That's Justin Amash announcing his bid for the race uh, here for United States Senate. Got to take a break. James White, the Detroit police chief, joins me next here on JR Afternoon.